we recording? <laughs> Wait, is this thing on? Seriously. Am I recording? <laughs> You're listening to Let's Get Into It, a podcast designed to help you in your life and in your business. My name is Bree Marie and I'm your host. You might have stumbled upon my blog, livingbreely.com, or taken one of my online courses, or maybe you're just learning about my work for the first time. As a business strategist, course creator, and a seasoned blogger, I've had the opportunity to sit down with number one best-selling authors, world-class experts, coaches, healers, and other online entrepreneurs who are super excited to share with you their stories, learning lessons they've had along the way, and how they continue to strive on making an impact in our world. Each week, I want to bring you two episodes full of tangible and actionable steps to inspire you to have an impactful, sustainable, and purpose-driven life and business. So let's get into it. Hello. Hi. Hola. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Into It. It's me, it's Brie. It's currently Monday and I'm recording this intro after lunch, which I really need to stop recording after lunch because especially like right after I eat because I get these like weird hiccups, bubbles. See, I just had one right now. You probably, the mic hopefully didn't pick up that beautiful sound. Um, I think it's from drinking a LaCroix. (laughs) God, I sound so basic. Um, A LaCroix with my lunch, which is like bubbly, sparkling seltzer water. And yeah, I'm pretty sure it's giving me hiccups. But anyway, I'm going to, you know, fight through this. It's super cloudy and it's supposed to rain here today again. And I was like getting super annoyed because it was really windy and it like looks like rain, but it hasn't rained yet. And I was like, you know, I wish it would just rain already. Like I was getting legit like annoyed and impatient with the fact that it wasn't raining. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes you just can't force nature. And I feel like that is a really good analogy for so many things. It is so applicable. applicable, Can I say this? Applicable to wherever you're at in your life or your business. At the end of the day, we can't force nature and we can't force things to happen. We can we can't will them to happen. They're just going to happen on their own time, like There are very few variables in life that you can control, and your job sometimes as the creator is to just let things unfold. And so I'm just going to wait for this rain, and hopefully it comes soon because I'm, you know, know, I just just want it to rain, like just rain and... And get it over with. But again, I'm going to take my own advice. You can't force nature. But... What I do want to talk about, well, I don't want to talk about, I'm going to introduce our guest for the day. Her name is Jackie Wist, and she's a business coach. And this episode is amazing. So we talk about a couple of things. One, I spill the tea on coaches who write fake reviews and testimonials. I'm not, I don't say names, obviously, because like, I don't want to get sued. 
But it's just very interesting. We talk a lot about that, about what to do when you don't have clients or you haven't had clients. I'm going to do another podcast episode and a blog post specifically about like how to get reviews and testimonials when you don't have any clients or you've never had clients or you're just starting out or you're launching a new product and you're like, I don't have any testimonials for this product because it's brand new and it doesn't require you to write your own reviews or fake reviews. So stay tuned for that. Jackie and I kind of go over it briefly, but I definitely want to go way more in depth. Um, We also talk about how Jackie was able to get out of working in an MLM slash network marketing business and how she was able to create her own purpose-driven business as a business coach. And so now she helps women build profitable and soul-centered online businesses. And so that way they can make a bigger impact on the world. And that's what Jackie's doing. And the reason why this whole MLM and network marketing thing came about was actually because we started talking about sliding into the DMs of potential clients, influencers that you want to work with, or just other people within your online space and like wanting to collaborate with them, like how to elicit responses from them because... (laughs) We, both Jackie and I, and I have experienced this where we get messages and DMs every single day from network marketing people, MLM people. I mean, I think the two are synonymous, but people who like want to collaborate, but they don't go about it in the right ways. So, and I actually had met Jackie on Facebook. And I know I always talk about like, okay, Facebook and Instagram, like, how much time should you, should you not be sending? Like, what's the best strategy for that? And I always say, like, I think Facebook is great to connect and network, but it's not great to sell. And that's just been my experience. I think some people have had a success with selling on Facebook. That hasn't been my reality. I don't doubt that people are successful working on Facebook, but I don't really think my audience really hangs out and is buying directly from Facebook. But what I do use Facebook for is connecting and finding podcast guests through mutual friends and just the Facebook Messenger. So I had posted something on Facebook and I rarely post, like maybe once or twice a month, if that. And Jackie had commented on one of my posts and I clicked on her link on her profile and saw that she also had a podcast. And I took about 10 minutes to listen to a podcast episode about she had posted about balance. I saw that we were kind of in the same space doing the same work. And I slid into Jackie's DMs and I was like, hey, I just listened to one of your podcast episodes about balance. And I really loved X, Y, and Z about this podcast. I think you're super relatable. Um, And I also saw that you commented on one of my, you know, posts about Pinterest, like what, how's your experience on Pinterest been? And so we started messaging and I was like, you know, I'd really love to somehow collaborate with you. Like, would you be interested in coming on the podcast? And she was like, absolutely. And so we kind of started this really great rapport. And so in this episode, Jackie and I break down (laughs) and tell you exactly what to say when you slide into people's DMs and how to actually get them to respond or get get a conversation started. Because so many times, I'm not even kidding you guys, this is I have a really challenging time 
with um with Facebook because I get like 25 to 50 messages a day from MLMs and network marketers. It's it's uh, it's so frustrating. I can't even tell you because I'm like, I don't want to have to sit through and sift through all of these messages. And I know there's like ways to go about it and like I can block people, whatever. Thank you for your unsolicited advice. I already know this. Um, so I think it was really important for Jackie and I to sit down and talk to you guys about what to say and how, like I said, to actually elicit responses from people and actually ca- connect and network with other people in the space, potential clients or influencers. So I'm going to stop rambling. Jackie is actually coming out with a course, How to Explode Your Business with Instagram. It's not out yet, but definitely check back in. All of Jackie's links are going to be in the show notes or episode notes. So you can go to JackieWist.com and you can find out more information and how to connect with her. But again, they're all in the show notes. You guys can definitely check her out there. She is an Instagram queen and I really, really enjoyed having her on the podcast, having this conversation with her. And I think there's a ton of value in it. It was very impromptu. We kind of had like a loose outline of what we wanted to talk about, but it just like unfolded so naturally and organically. And those are the type of podcasts that I like love doing. (laughs) Um, And yeah, that's all that I've got to say. I will see you guys back here on Friday for actually doing an Ask Brie segment. So that will be really exciting. I'm answering some of your questions. So I will see you guys on Friday. Be kind, be well, be grateful. Love you, Marina. Bye. I'm so excited for you to be here. I'm excited you had me on. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Jackie and I met on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you commented on like something and then I don't even remember. I never remember like how I connect and like meet people. It just like kind of, I feel like organically happens. Um, But yeah, what I wanted to talk, what I was like, oh, I want to talk to Jackie was that she also had a podcast and it's called Radiant, the Radiantly Rising Podcast. And yeah, that's kind of how we connected. And then we just like jumped on a connection call kind of thing. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. So I'm so And we became instant friends. Yeah. Yeah. And she's also kind of in the same arena as I am. So she helps women build profitable and soul-centered online businesses. And I feel just really aligned with, with that message. So why don't you tell us like in your own words, kind of what you do? Well, I, thanks again for having me on. It's really, I, I just wanted to say like, I love how the internet brings people together in like the strangest ways, right? (laughs) It's like, how do we get to know each other? Oh my gosh. Is it this Facebook group or that one? I don't even know. Yeah. I, um, so I'm a coach and I generally am more of a business coach than anything, but I will say that a lot of what I do is life coaching because I don't feel like you can improve your business without improving yourself as well. Um, it's just, it's, it's a challenge to try and just only implement strategy, strategy, strategy when you're not like stepping into that higher 
level version of you. And so who I help is I help generally women. And a lot of times it is moms, to be honest, because um, I'm a mom and I've got a lot going on in my life and just craziness all the time. Um, And so I feel like I can connect with women who really want to create that freedom, that joy, that just sense of um, being and belonging and and having their vision come to life. Um, But they're scared because they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to create this business. And they're worried that they're not going to have time, that the other things are going to kind of fall by the wayside. And so what I do is I kind of just, I I work with people one-on-one. I also am a course creator and um, we just work together to create actionable steps, step one step at a time to build up your social media, to build systems in place, to get clients, to like narrow down your niche and your messaging and just show up as that person with this a powerful story that you have because I think everyone has a story and your story can help heal lives so I think I just what I do is I really want to help people to to come out of their shell and to step into that powerful queen energy that that everyone has inside of them absolutely so I want to like circle back to a couple of things so I thought that it was really interesting how you said uh, you know about having you know, you can do all the strategy you want, but if you're, I always say like mindset, but I, I forgot the term that you use, but like if your mindset's not there with a the strategy, then mm-hmm. it doesn't really work. And I feel like right. team, it's like, you can't have one without the other. Like you totally, and I actually just did like a podcast about this because someone asked me like, what percentage is mindset? What percentage is strategy? And I'm like, I've mm-hmm. flip-flopped through this so many times. Like mm-hmm. I've always said it's 50% mindset, 50% strategy, 80% strategy, 20% mindset. And I honestly <laughs> think it's like really where you're at in your business. But I really mm-hmm. agree with that idea of like, if you don't have the right mindset, the strategy just won't make sense to you. And if it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to you, it's not going to be impactful in your business. Right. Yeah. And I just think that with every action that you take, uh, there's an energetic frequency behind it. Like maybe I'm getting a little woo-woo here already from the start, but no, go for it. Honestly, like we all give off, we're all at, we're all vibrating on a certain like radio station or whatever frequency you want to, whatever you want to call it at all times. So if you're in a super high vibrational state, whatever you're creating, whether it's content or um, like a conversation you're having, it's going to be so much more impactful and more powerful if you are in that elevated state. But if you're in fear and doubt and you're not sure of yourself, uh, it's, it's going to be felt no matter what, even if you write the exact same thing that you write in a low vibrational state, if you write it in a high vibrational state, I really feel like that can be felt on the other end of your content, whether it's a blog post or, or whatever, Instagram, oh, absolutely. anything. Yeah. I think you, people can smell like the fear, the desperation. Yeah. Like, yeah, it absolutely through your content, whether, whatever platform it's on. Yeah, I actually had a business before this coaching business. I was in a network marketing business and I went like 
all in and went, I, I mean, I, I caught the vision. I thought for sure this was going to be it. This is going to how I was going to make all my money and quit my <laughs> job. And like, I thought for sure, oh my gosh, I am just going to do it all. Just do everything my upline tells me and make it happen. And um, things got pretty bad pretty fast. And I started, like, I was, I went all in. I ended up quitting one of my jobs. And like, I was like, then all of a sudden dependent on this income from this network marketing business. And it wasn't coming. Like things were getting oversaturated and people were starting to not trust the company. Um, And so then I was doing all this work to try and save face for myself and the, and the business itself. And um, I started making all my actions out of desperation and fear. And it, it was, it was not pretty. And I was in like, pure denial that I was even in that space but looking back it is so painful (laughs) to look at like the posts I made and the things that I did it's like oh my gosh I was so far out of alignment with my core level desires that I was completely repelling people like crazy Right. Yeah. You know? It's like you almost like, I mean, I've been in that space too, where you're just kind of like crazed. Like that's the only way to explain it is like, yes, you're just kind of like crazy. Like you're like, oh, let me try this. Like you're literally just throwing things to see what yes. sticks. Yes. And that takes so much energy. It's so draining because you're yeah. like, I mean, part of that, I feel like every entrepreneur has you know, a story like this, like everyone does. Um, so you're, if you're in that space right now, like just know that it's going to pass. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna be fine. Um, and especially I think, you know, you, you talked about being a mother. I'm not a mother. I can barely feed myself as an (laughs) entrepreneur. So I'm always like, so impressed with moms who are entrepreneurs and like, have that ability to really, I don't even, I mean, we've, we're going to talk about the word balance, but that's like the only word that I can like think of, um, of like working on their business, but then also taking care of their, of their family needs as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to look different being a mom versus not being a mom, but I think everyone has challenges. Everyone has lives. And I think when you become a mom, it's like all of a sudden, all of a sudden something switches inside of you and you're suddenly able to take the time that you do have and double down and focus hard and just make it happen in that short time frame because you understand the value of time. But And maybe you have less of that time than someone who doesn't have kids, but it's, it's hard though, because a lot of moms, they tend to compare themselves to non moms and they think, oh my gosh, I'm not as far as far ahead as this person. And then they get kind of stuck in this, um, comparisonitis or analysis paralysis where they're just like feeling like, oh my gosh, I should be further along, but really any step you take, any action you take, it is something. You're making right. some progress. And even if you did a little bit every single day, you're going to be so much further ahead in a year. I think people underestimate what they can do in a long span of time and they overestimate what they can do in a short span of time because they just think that they should be getting from A to Z 
quickly, but it's a long-term game and it is not a linear. It is not like you just go up and up and up. It is like you are all over the graph and all over the curve. You're up and down. And like we were talking about, everyone has a story like mine where you just totally crash and fail. But like, it's only a failure if you don't pull the lesson out of it. And the lesson that I learned and the multiple lessons that I learned from that experience have fueled me in ways that I literally would not be where I am if it weren't for that entire experience. I mean, I like, it was bad. Like, I mean, I almost lost my marriage. I was snapping at my kids. Things were not good in my life. Money was really, really bad. It was just a, a horrible, horrible experience, especially towards the end, especially when I realized that I needed to give it up completely after I had spent so much time invested and like just not just the time invested, but I mean, I had talked it up to so many people. I had told everyone that this is going to be it. You know, they were just like, they had a lot of belief in me or they didn't, or they were just waiting for me to fail. You know, it's just... It, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating. But at the end of it, it was, it felt so good to just let it go and mm-hmm. release it. And once I released it, I created all this space with this lesson that I had now learned to create something even better. Right. I, yeah. I mean, it is, I think, you know, people who aren't in, in this space don't, I think, I don't know. I don't want to be like, they don't understand, but like, (laughs) they really don't understand like why things don't work out. Like, or like why projects fail or why you have to let go of businesses. Like Mm -hmm. I always used to think like, oh my God, like if I'm an entrepreneur, like I had such a, a fixed mindset about what an entrepreneur was like. Like I was like, I don't call myself that. Like, that's not what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, because I was like so scared to like really step into that. And then I realized like, oh no, that's exactly what I'm doing. And there's, there's going to be a lot of failures in businesses. Like every single successful, unsuccessful (laughs) entrepreneur has had some pretty big failures. And I think that like, I don't, I mean, I obviously like still worry about it. Like I, um, I just watched that Brene Brown special and she was talking about, Oh yeah, about, I just watched it too. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to watch yeah. it again tonight, like a psycho. Um, but <laughs> taking notes, yeah, like taking notes. Presentation. Well, she what bothered me is when, is like, she would say these like really prolific things and then it would just like skip to the, like she'd kept going and I was like, well, wait, like I need to stop. I need to like process that you know? So, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch this the whole way through instead of stopping and pausing, stopping and pausing. Um, (sighs) but she talked about that thing where she was like, you know, so many people are like, oh, I don't give a shit what people think. Or I think she said the F word. Um, and she's like, I don't give, I don't care like what people think. And she was like, yeah, everyone says that, but no one really means that. And she's like, but what you should care about is you get to like, you get to decide who you care about what some like what they think of you and she's like and those are the people that are actually in the arena and so I think you get to a certain point like where you need to stop going to your family (laughs) for like business advice like no matter who they are how close you are to them like I used to make that mistake like I would send all these things to my mom and be like what do you think of this what about this and she'd be like it's good it's good it's good and it's like that's not 
I mean, obviously she's my mom. She has to like what I send her, (laughs) but like, she's not going to give me the critical advice of like someone who's also in this arena. Who's like, yeah, that image looks like a fourth grader made it. Like you need to like not release that or like this doesn't sound right. Like no, like they're not giving you actual feedback. So I think when you do have those failures, like, you know, you're, the people who are also in the same space, they're going to be the ones to be like, yeah, you, you messed up. Like this sucked. This didn't work out. But like, guess what? Like today's a new day. You get to, now you get to take those lessons and do something with them um, where other people might just use it as, as a failure. And guess what? They're going to be judging you from the same place they were judging you when you were in high school, when you were in college, when you were at the PTA meeting, like they're staying where they're at. They're not actually progressing. They're just judging. Exactly. Yeah. It's because ultimately the people that are judgmental of you are never the people that are doing the thing that you want to do. They're not, they're not the people that are doing more than you are or the people that are in the same arena as you. They're people that are either doing less than you or are completely so disconnected with the world that you're in that they have literally no idea what it is you're doing and they're just being judgmental because it's different and it's not something that they're used to. Yeah, they don't understand it. Yeah, like if you want to choose, you want to choose the people who are you are going to intentionally go to for feedback and advice. And those people need to be people who are doing what you want to do or in a similar um, profession, in the similar like coaching world, entrepreneurial world, and who are going, you know, are going to encourage you and give you honest feedback, not just like tell you, oh yeah, it looks good, honey. Good job. Keep up the good work. Like you want people that are going to be honest, like brutally honest, because you want to improve the quality of your life and the lives of those around you. So why would you want someone who's going to dilute their, dilute down what you're doing and, and make it just like a good, happy answer? Right. Exactly. Like no one ever grew because, you know, they loved everything. Like someone loved every single piece of content they put out. And that's the thing too is like, as you begin to produce more and more content, like not every piece of content is going to be a home run. Like I had to get over that so quickly with the podcast. Like I would sit there and like record an intro for four hours, like (laughs) over and over and over again. I was losing my voice and like, Finally, I for, someone like was like, "What are you doing? Like, it sounds fine. No one's going to care. <laughs> like, you they just, probably just skip ahead anyway." <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, I'm like, "You're absolutely right. Like, I just need to like keep like I don't even really focus on those things anymore. And it's yeah. not because I don't care. Like, obviously, I care, but I realize like." there's a much bigger picture that I need to focus on. And sometimes that's not always in those like little minute details of the everything. Yes, absolutely. It's the big picture that matters. It's the, it's the heart and soul of your business. Your podcast intro is not the heart and soul of your business, right? I mean, it's just something that it doesn't even matter. It's like when I had my first coach, I like, cause I'm a nurse. So I like, I've, been a nurse for almost a decade and I'm almost ready to like quit my job. Um, don't tell my boss yet though. <laughs> but, I won't. Cause like my coaching business is doing really well, but um, like, so I am not 
a techie person. I'm not a website person. I'm not like all this stuff. When I entered this coaching world and I realized that I wanted to reach people through the internet, I realized, okay, well, I'm going to have to learn some technical skills like to build a website and like get my social media optimized and Mm -hmm. all this stuff that I had no idea how to do. I basically had to teach myself and I would sit there for hours obsessing and crying and like (laughs) just trying to figure out how to do this stupid website and like watching like a bajillion YouTube tutorials and like I think it's like you look at someone's website and you're like oh that's nice they know how to build a website and you have no idea like people have no idea how many horrible versions of that website came before that how many hours blood sweat and tear it took to like learn how to build that website and like I talked to one of my first, like my, my very first coach, and she was like, "Girl, just like put it up and forget about it. Like, what are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny because yeah, I see this even with my clients. Like they get stuck on these details, like the tiniest yes. details, and I'm like, it. Like I had a client who was like, you know, stuck on a freebie, and he was like, "Wait." well, what about this? Should I do this? Should I do that? And I was like, no, just release it. Just release it and you can tweak it from there. Like if something doesn't work, if something's not clicking and someone's not resonating, like you'll figure, you'll figure it out, but you have to release it. Like do it now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And absolutely. I mean, I don't think I'm really big into people, you know, bootstrapping it in the beginning. I think that that is like the most important thing is to just, you know, you're not going to have the prettiest website, the best freebie, the best course, like all of that comes with time and learning and you're not going to learn unless you release it. So like, I think if people want these like beautiful websites, like even that, I'm like, why do you need a beautiful website? You don't really know what your core offers are, like who your audience is, you know, or maybe they do have those things, but they're not like fully developed yet. So those types of things like you just kind of learn. I didn't know anything about web designing either. And now I'm like, I'm redoing you my teach website, it, right? Like I don't you teach te- it to people. Oh, you I don't, don't? <laughs> I don't teach website design, oh, okay. but yeah, I was like, I don't know. And like, I don't, I didn't know code. I had to kind of teach myself HTML one weekend, like, so I could figure yeah. that out. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't have, like, I know my scope and my scope is not web design. <laughs> so that's when you start outsourcing work, right? Yes. Like other people. Of course. But in the beginning, it's okay to not have the resources to do that. You just kind of have to get started and get going. Right. Like done is better than perfect. That's, a, that's what I tell my clients. Like just take the messy action, get it done and move on to the next thing. Cause really the, like you said, the most important thing is what is the problem that you solve for your clients or your mm-hmm. audience? What is your core message? Where is your heart? Like where, like who do you need to be to attract the people into your life that you need to help? Like we need to get complete and total alignment around that. And then we can go from there on the branding and the visual, you know, color schemes and fonts and stuff like that. But that is so secondary to your core message. Yeah, absolutely. It's really not about the the graphics and the color schemes and the fonts. I think that's all fun and dandy, but like if your message is completely off, 
like mm-hmm. people aren't going to resonate with it yeah they're all. gonna see right through it and they're just gonna go to the next because there's a lot of noise on the internet it's like let's just be honest like there's a lot of people trying to make money trying to help people on the internet so if you can stand out and show up and provide like significant value to others lives and like prove your worth that everyone's worthy it's just we have to show up in that space so that's a great point a good question that I want to ask you my question's a good question like wow I'm so narcissistic (laughs) today um what okay so you said something there's a lot of people on the internet trying to help other people and I think this is especially true in the coaching industry everyone's a health coach everyone's a business coach everyone's a mindset coach everyone's a sex coach whatever what -hmm. advice would you give to someone who's looking to hire a coach like what should they look for if you want to hire a coach, yeah. um, I think it's really going to be about the the connection with the person and feeling like, okay, first of all, what problem does this person solve? And every coach who is a like quality coach should, in my opinion, have somewhat of a narrowed down problem that they solve because you want someone who's going to kind of specialize in where what transformation that you want to make as a coach you're selling a transformation and you're providing a transformation you're taking somewhere on a journey to make significant changes in their lives to to achieve a specific outcome so you want to make sure that the coach that you are looking at what kind of outcome are they going to provide and what kind of proof do they have that they can provide that? Um, That can be anywhere from testimonials or screenshots of clients. It can be, you're going to want to look for like, okay, has this, has this coach provided this outcome for other people before? Like if they do the work, do they get the said outcome? Um, And just, I think a lot of it is really energetic. Like, do you jive with this person's message? Do you feel like um, they, you could almost even be friends with this person? It's, I think a lot of it is because people like people like themselves. Mm -hmm. And so do you feel like this person is, is able to like resonate directly to you? Yeah. Like when I'm looking for a coach, if, I mean, I've, I've found some of my coaches online, not all of them. here. So thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I totally know how valuable your time is and I love that you're spending it by tuning into this episode. If you've been listening for a while or maybe this is your first time, it would mean so much to me if you dropped a review or star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you really loved this episode and you know someone who, um, hint, hint, cough, cough, would love this episode as well and find it valuable, please share it with them. Thanks again for listening and let's get back into it.
Um, and what I feel like it is a, it's a win, win situation is when they're speaking like in a live or whatever in a video and I feel like they're speaking directly to me. It's like, okay, this person understands me and I think I need to, to talk to them and, and get a little bit more information because obviously they get me. And I think it's more intuitive than anything. And, it, and it's beyond just like the branding and the format and the perfect Instagram profile. It's like the feeling that I get when I'm looking at them. Yes, absolutely. I have a little tea to spill. <laughs> um, so, and this was about the testimonials and looking at like, you know, screenshots and all of that. So, yeah. um, and I'm sure you have come across this in the coaching industry. It's not, co- the coaching industry is not regulated. So there's no, right. like anyone can call themselves a coach. Anyone like, yes, there's certifications like yeah. that, like, and if you can, and you want to do those things, absolutely, you know, do them, but anyone can really call themselves an authority in, in this industry. Yep. And I think there's a little bit of danger in that. So uh-huh. I've heard <laughs> of coaches who, you know, when they're coaching someone who's brand new, I mean, obviously this is specifically business coaches, when they're coaching someone who might not have had clients or might not, you know, doesn't, doesn't have any clients in the past or anything like that, mm-hmm. they've actually told them to create their own testimonials. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I think to even go one step further with, you know, looking at testimonials, which like some of them you can tell are like genuine, right? Like you can see their website or you can yeah. see their pictures and they've commented or whatever. So yeah, absolutely. Right. Some of them. I mean, I'm not saying all coaches do this. I'm just saying there are people out there <laughs> who scam yeah. in any industry. You're going to have people like this, but, um, to go one step further and like, message someone on Facebook or Instagram and be like, Hey, I saw that you worked with this person or Hey, I saw that you commented and you took this course. Like what was the result? Like, you know, can you give me any feedback? Like what was the biggest takeaway that you had with working with this person or taking this course? Like do your due diligence in in that, in that aspect, I think is super important. Yes. And I've actually had people message me because I'm on, there's a pretty big coach out there. Um, and I took one of her big courses, like thousands of dollars. And um, it, I'm on one of the testimonial pages and I get messages people whenever she launches it every few months, like I'll get messages from people saying, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I see that you're on there. Can you give me some feedback? And I'm happy to to talk with them because obviously like I had a good experience and and I want to, to help other people in that way. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just really important to kind of reach out. And I, I'm like the big, I'm, I don't care. Like I message people all the time on Facebook and Instagram. Like, I don't know. I don't never, I never get like scared. Like the worst thing they can do is not respond <laughs> right? <laughs> or like give you attitude and you're just like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, no skin off my back. Yeah. Um, but I think the other thing to really look at, and I see this, I feel like there's a really fine line of how to play this out. So again, I talk to a lot of coaches 
for the mere fact of the podcast, like almost every single one of my guests is a coach or a healer in some modality in some way. Um, and I've seen this where I'll message someone and I'll be like, Hey, like you have a great message. Like I'd love to, you know, um, have you on the podcast. Like, I think your content's really great. I think you have a great message and you can really educate, um, the audience on, you know, these things. And like, I'll, I definitely personalize my message. I'm not one of those like copy and paste type of girls. And And that makes you amazing, by the way. (laughs) Like that is seriously, I, I hate copy and paste messages. I (laughs) fully admit to not responding to them because it's just so impersonal. But yeah. Yeah. Especially Facebook messenger. I'm like, okay, this is Uh, an LM. I'm not even responding. I know. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. Keep going. (laughs) So, um, I re I've reached out to people and I always know like, and my thing is, is like, I reach out to people who I like either have the same size audience as I do or bigger. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they have smaller audiences, and but they're like really, really good, or like really, they can just tell that they like really know their stuff. So I'm pretty yeah. like, I'm pretty lenient on audience size. But this one particular woman, she had a great, a huge audience, and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm probably not gonna hear back from her. Um, so I messaged her, and I like sent a really nice message. And she, first thing she asks me, how many downloads a month does your podcast get? And I was like, okay, I understand this question because I see some people who like literally just like their podcasts aren't, it's not anything to like write home about. Like it's not that great. They're not that great. So I was like, right. Because anyone could have a podcast like technically, but it just depends on how much energy you put into it. Yes, exactly. And you'll see people who like start podcasts and then stop. Like, and I'm like, I'm 60 something episodes deep. Like I'm not stopping anytime soon. Um, she responds. So I get, I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to like freak out about that question. So I like told her, you know, and I gave her, you know, like I'm on all these platforms, like, and I don't like to ever lead with vanity metrics. Like I never, I never, ever lead with that. Um, but I was like, okay, in this case, like this matters to this woman. I understand she's busy. Like she's not going to do every podcast. Yeah. And then I was like, I got this response. I, at the time the podcast was called change your mindset, change your life. And so I was like, mm-hmm. you know, it's about mindset and how it's so important in every aspect of, of, you know, from your business, your health, your relationships, finances, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I'm sure you can, you know, you feel aligned with that because she's a mindset coach. And she responds back. She's like, no, actually, I don't. And I was like, okay, this is awkward. Weird. <laughs> she starts going off. She's like, I've hired Whitney Houston something something. I've spoken all around the world. I have, I've invested $120,000 in my own personal development. I go to therapy. I do sound healing. I'm like, she was like six, like six messages about like all of these things that she does. Oh my, what? And I never responded. After that, I was like, this was, it was so off-putting to me. And she was like, my clients get all of these amazing results and my client, like, and I, I'm like, okay, awesome. Cool. Your clients like do all these things. Why aren't your clients posting about this? Like, why do you have to speak for your clients like they should be speaking for you yeah and I think that's the difference like whenever a coach is like oh my client just da 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 I'm like 
why you should be so busy working with your client that you don't even have time to post this on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Like so, creating a culture of raving fans is so incredibly important because that just like creates excitement um, and like kind of a community type feel around your work and you just, you become a part of a part of it all rather right. than like this, like, person sitting up on this throne where all your people are and that's the reason why I didn't you know it wasn't for my own sake of like I was like okay like I was like okay bitch like (laughs) but I was also like okay this person is going this woman's going to come on the podcast and it's going to be 50 to 60 minutes about herself and how awesome she is my audience isn't going to learn anything from her Right. So that's when I really realized like, okay, I need to get people on who like have this desire to serve. And based yeah. on message, it was not to serve a community, her community that might listen, my community that might listen. And I always feel like very protective of my audience of like, Oh, absolutely. You're not going to come like, I'm not going to have guests on here who have nothing of value to say other than like, I don't know that they spoke in Sweden, like, okay, well, my audience, I only have like 2% of people who listen from Sweden, like, you know, (laughs) not that they don't matter, but it's like, you know, we need to like, we need to like humble ourselves and realize, you know, we're, we're here to, as to be of service. We're not here to like sit and gloat about all of the things that we've done. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's, and, and that's why I have a hard time with just the DM method in general. I don't teach that. Um, I really, I I mean, you can send messages and that's totally fine. But if you're going to send a message to someone um, that you've recently connected with on social media, um, you're going to want to completely personalize it and not Mm -hmm. do a copy and paste. In fact, it's Mm -hmm. funny. I, I get a lot of DMs that are copy and paste every day on Instagram. I have kind of, you know, I have a decent size following and people reach out to me a lot. And um, I, I, to be honest, I do ignore a lot of the obvious copy and paste, especially the ones that are like, hey, what, what do you like about my profile? It's like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, like what, like they'll ask me like, what can I, you know, what should I write about or what kind of content can I create for you and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, first of all, if you're gonna send a direct message, People like to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear about all about you. They yeah, don't no care. You're, you're interjecting <laughs> them. It's like you're walking to their house and like, would you just walk into someone's house and start spouting up all this stuff about yourself and like how great you are and then like ask them what, you know, like how, like what you like about them? like no you would never do that if you're gonna meet someone you are gonna first maybe introduce yourself or address them by their name you can get it by looking at their profile instead of saying hey girl or hi <laughs> like you can find their name you can put it in there and you can ask them a question like about themselves first and if they engage you can continue the conversation but likely they're not going to engage with you if you just give like a long copy and paste message especially with a link like if you put a link in there it's like oh my gosh really like I just want to get to know you first and then if the if the conversation progresses that far you know 
then great. Yeah, I mean, it's like just like dating. Like, take me to dinner first. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, like third base because I know you slid in the my link. DMs. <laughs> the link is like third base, guys. Like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> that is. I'm actually really proud of myself that I just made that connection. Oh, um, yeah, no, seriously, yeah. yeah. That's exactly, like, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I feel like so many, especially if you're, if you have an MLM or network marketing company, like, that is key. Like, do you know how many DMs we get inbox in my Facebook and in my Instagram of, oh, yeah. of network marketing? I have never once been like, oh yeah, you know what? I feel like drinking some some tea that's going to make me shit for a week. Like, absolutely. Sign me up. Where do I buy this? Like, n- I know. Um, <laughs> that's another thing is they, they don't even look like I get. Okay. So if you looked at any pictures of me on my website, on my social media, you would see that I am thin. I'm not going to be like afraid to say that. Like I am not even a hundred pounds. Okay. Like I'm thin. I always have been. Like, it is what it is. I'm not saying anything about it. But why do I get stuff in my inbox every day about weight loss? Like, do you want to lose 30 pounds? I'm like, no. You can't. You shouldn't. (laughs) That'd be so unhealthy. (laughs) Like, no, I do not want to lose 30 pounds. Like, what? And it's just like, delete, delete. Like, are you serious? It's just, it is, it is mind boggling. But you know what's funny is I got this DM once, like a few months back, and, um, it went into my like requests, like, you know, how it didn't come to my regular on Instagram. It went to my requests. So like I was just clearing them out one day and I read it and this woman, she was like, hi Jackie. Like what I really love about your Instagram profile is that you are very intentional with how you post. And I love the way your feed looks. And she like gave me details, like multiple details that only would be about me about my Instagram feed. And she was like, I would actually love to have a conversation with you. And it's not something that I'm going to be selling you. It's actually something that I feel like could benefit um, us and a community of, as an entrepreneurs and, and create like more engagement and all this stuff. And I'm like, you responded. Yeah. Cause I'm like, okay. I almost deleted it because it, it's I, someone I don't know. And it didn't really seem like they were interested in my services at first I kind of had that like you know vanity type thing like okay she doesn't want to get to know me as a coach but like at the same time I'm like hmm I really want to network and collaborate like this is something I've really I love doing and so I and I looked at her profile and I saw that she was actually local to me like in the same general area that I live in and I'm like okay I'll respond to her well like three months later we're like super good friends like we just had coffee yesterday we are helping each other she's helping me a ton and it's like you just never know what can come from a dm but like it would have never happened had she given me a copy and paste message like she was so intentional about it and she put some time and effort into it and like something amazing has grown out of that and not only that she actually connected me with my speaker coach who is now coaching me to like write a TEDx talk and um, get on stages and I'm like booked in Palm Springs this September and like all this stuff would have never happened had I not responded to that Instagram message. Right. 
Absolutely. And that's the thing. I think I even, I now I'm like remembering what I responded, I messaged you about because I had actually listened to your podcast before I messaged you. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I was like, oh, okay. And I think that's how I messaged you. And I, yeah, like, yeah. And I was like, hey, listen to your podcast about balance. And I really agreed with you on this, this, and this. Like, I don't just like, hey, you want to be on my podcast? Or like, hey, right. you want to connect? Like, I think that art of networking is, unfortunately diminishing and I think like people yes. don't understand they're like how do people get clients how do you get clients and, like literally from networking like I yeah. never go into a call with the intention of trying to sell someone something but let right. me tell you I always ask two questions or have two thoughts in the back of my head when I'm not on a networking call is one how can I help this person and two if I can't help this person do I know someone who can and that's always mm -hmm. my intention when I get on these networking calls or just any call in general. And that's never with the intention of like, let me sell you my, you know, third tier coaching package. Like, no, go in intention. literally to see like, can I help this person? Like if you provide that value up front and people like, I don't know why this is value is the most difficult concept for people to understand, <laughs> literally yeah. solve a problem for them. That's the value. Um, yeah. like that is, that is how you get clients because if they're like, Oh my gosh, this person, you know, Jackie gave me amazing results with my Instagram. Her three other coaching girlfriends are going to be like, how did you grow your Instagram? Oh my gosh. It's this Jackie girl. Like I had one call with her. She gave me these three tips and like totally changed my entire relationship with Instagram. And now I'm making money and I have this and da 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 da. Like, guess what? Those three, probably one out of those three girls are going to be checking out your Instagram profile, following you and most likely become a customer at some point. Right. And like, right. that's exactly like, you just have to keep doing that over and over and yeah, over. Yeah. It's a long-term game. People feel like, okay, I show up, I give value on a call. They should buy from me right away. But like that, it should not ever be the number one intention. The number one intention should be to build a relationship with someone, show that you can provide value. They are probably going to need several exposures to you before they might circle back around. And then in the meantime, collaborating with people at the same level with you or right behind you or ahead of you or who are doing like where you maybe have a skill that they don't know very well and vice versa, like that can be so powerful. I actually got on a call with someone a week ago because I posted something in a Facebook group and I said, hey, I need help with this platform. Um, I just have a few troubleshooting questions and I'm wondering if I could help you with this platform. Like who else, who out there is, is skilled in this one and needs help in that one? And someone, um, someone commented, I got on the phone with her and we were on the phone for like an hour and I helped her so much with her Instagram. She helped me so much with like some Pinterest type questions. And like at the end of it, we're like friends. And then all of a sudden, like, someone is posting a question some random person's posting a question in a facebook group and she's recommending me and referring me because she's like hey she knows her stuff like i talked to her and that that's amazing like that feels really good because i showed up to provide value she provided me value i didn't have to pay for anything it was an, it was a time investment on a money investment and now all of a sudden i'm getting referred to people so that's exactly that is so so smart. I think that's amazing. And 
yeah, I think that's awesome. And I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because I feel like this is going to be so helpful. Um, so to wrap this up, Jackie, tell everyone where on the internet they can find you. Yeah. So you can find my website is my name, JackieWist.com, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-S-T. And I am uh, on Instagram at Jackie.Wist as well. Facebook, same thing. So yeah, it's um, pretty much just my name. <laughs> um, awesome. And I'm going to keep um, all of the links that Jackie just said and that she gave me. I'm going to put those in the episode or show notes. So if you guys are on iTunes, you guys can just slide up. If you're on Spotify, I believe you just click. There's like a little bubble there with like three little dots. If you click that, all of Jackie's links will be there. And thank you so much for being here, Jackie. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, I did too. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. One more thing. If you love this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram and tag me at livingbreely with you listening to this episode. I'd love to hear from you, see you, connect with you, and know which episodes and interviews you're finding valuable. For any courses, freebies, or blog posts mentioned in this episode, you can head over to livingbreely.com or check out the show notes below. One more thing. If you love this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Head over to my Instagram.